Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, November 19th or November 18th at Churchill Downs is where we are headed. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Grade 3 Chaluki headlines their Saturday card as part of the late pick four that we're going to come up with a ticket for. And let's uh, start out with the stake, Jim. It's for Phillies and Mayors 3 and up on the main track at a flat mile. Uh, how'd you see the Chaluki? Well, I saw it through Hidden Connection. I, I think the race goes through uh, that Philly. She's three for five in the money at Churchill, including the Locust Grove last time out of the mile 16. She's got to be three and a quarter by search results. Falconet beat her in the groupie doll at Ellis. But I think that Hidden Connection has got the back class to uh, to, to compete in this race. A little, I like her a little bit better than Falconet. Uh, Falconet in the Locust Grove did not run very well against search results. And, and so Hidden Connection is in better form right now. Last two races, are 87, 93 buyers. She gets back to that. She's going to be tough to handle, I think. I'm going to use Nostalgic as the second choice here for Bill Mott. Uh, the Bell Dame was a little bit too long for her at Aqueduct. Ran behind Randomized. She came back and ran second, I think, in the in the distaff, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, in the Breeders' Cup. And so that, that flatters Nostalgic and also... The last couple of mile races at Saratoga, the offshore eighty thousand races, with Alvarado riding, uh, she was she ran great. Beat Gerrymander, beat um, uh, got beat by sixty three caliber by neck in the first one. So uh, the mile distance, she's one for one in a second at, at the mile, and I think they found her niche now. So I'm gonna use Nostalgic as my second choice. Um, Ubois, uh the four horse for Ludberry and Chris Block. On a four-race win streak, but this is the first foray into graded stakes company for this filly. And she ran really well at Keeneland, one by one and three quarters, uh, beat Sweet Danny Girl. And, and like I say, she's on a four-race win streak, but I think this move up, she's going to maybe get into the exacto or the try. Um, she would be my third choice. Then Falconette and Hot and Sultry between those two. Probably hot and sultry, uh, but I did not use her on top because of the layoff since May. She's not been out since the distaff on Derby Day or on Oaks Day. So uh, I, I got a question mark about, obviously, she's had some issues uh, just getting back to the races. She's probably going to need one. So I'm going to use Hidden Connection here on top with um, Nostalgic as my kind of a price play. I like both of those. I ended up, though, with uh, I took hot and sultry on top. Uh, she competed well in two grade ones in the spring, including – she was fourth behind Matarea and uh, Goodnight Olive on uh, Oaks Day at Churchill. Norm Cassie's numbers are good off the layoff, and this horse has just some sizzling workouts. So she could need one, and and um, you know going to miles a you know a big ask off a, a long layoff. But I'm going to uh, have a little faith in, in Norm and try to get a little bit of a price, hopefully with Hot and Sultry. Uh, you know, and I say a price, maybe seven to two or something. Um, nostalgic was my second pick cutting back from a mile and an eighth. I like, uh, as well as the other reasons you mentioned and then hidden connection just, uh, with the, the good form, especially at Churchill. Oh, for seven this year is the only thing that uh, gave me a little pause on her. So I uh, took a shot with hot and sultry on top. The eighth race is where the late pick four starts. It's a 30 K non-winners, a two lifetime claimer at six furlongs for three-year-olds and up. I like Fan the Fire a good bit in there from the Joe Sharp barn. This horse gets Gaffleone to ride and uh, moving into the Sharp barn, and his numbers have been good at the meet. Magnificent Mile is in good form. I just don't like the one for 14 with six seconds, but uh, I think the 
you know, numbers are there to suggest this one could certainly win. So I'm going to put that one on my ticket. And then Forever Cool got a 71 buyer last time at a higher level. Uh, so I'm going to add that one and go three deep on the late pick four. How'd you see race eight? I like those three. Um, Span the fire. I got some questions about, I mean, he was off for almost two years and came back to Kingland. Um, got a little bit of bunny, ran kind of in the middle of the pack, and then came back to Churchill and his buyer got better. But he didn't really come close to winning. And that, that's at this level, $30,000 two lifetime. Maybe he gets better in his third like the third start off a two-year layoff. So I'm going to use them for Joe Sharp. We're going to use the other two for the reasons that you used, uh, Forever Cool and Magnificent Mile. Also going to use Concept for Steve Asmussen with Louis Saez. Um, Louis, uh, on Thursday, got a, got a couple of horses out of the gate that, that went wire to wire at Churchill. He's a very aggressive rider, and I think this gelding wants to lead and I think Louie can get him there. He's been off since April, though, so he might need one as well. And then the long shot that I use is Sheriff Ronnie for uh, Julian Lake Peru and uh, a trainer uh, called Rodolfo Sanchez Solomon that I don't know anything about. <clears throat> but this horse ran at Laurel, Pimlico, Colonial. And if you go back two races, um, broke his maiden at for a $45,000 claimer by four lengths with a 77 buyer. Followed that right up, first time against winners in an allowance race, um, and didn't get embarrassed, ran third. And if you look back at his past performances, every time he's run, six out of the last eight times, the horse that won the race came back and won, including uh, Arabian Lion, Tappet's Conquest. He ran against him back at uh, in the Sir Barton at Pimlico. Ohano Honor, High Value, and Brother Conway. All those horses came back to win after they won the race that he was in. So I'm just going to draw a line through his turf experiment. Um, and if you take that out, he fits with this, with this bunch very well at a 74-77 buyer last two times out. 12-1, to 1, I'm going to jump all over that. So I'm going to use five of them here, but Sheriff Ronnie is my long shot pick. Well, if nothing else, whoever wins this race, if it's not Sheriff Ronnie, bet them back next time. That's right. That's right. Ninth yeah. race is an allowance optional claimer, essentially non-winners of three other than three-year-olds and up on the turf at a mile and a 16th. Churchill's having issues again with their turf course, but they've said they're going to limit turf racing, not eliminate it for the rest of the fall meet. So on a Saturday, if they're going to run on turf, I would guess it would maybe be on a Saturday card. So I'm going to assume it's still on the turf. If it's not, 13 uh, drawing in the reds would definitely be one you'd want to use. But otherwise, I just handicapped it like it's a turf race. How did you see it? Yeah, I did too. Uh, the Reds, his certainly for main track only, <clears throat> would be one of the favorites, I would think. Um, I was kind of between the two and the six. Johnny's Fireball for Norm Cassie, uh, five lifetime wins, which is important because if you read the, uh, the fine print in the conditions, it's for three-year-olds who have and upward who have never won 18,000 three times, other than making claiming starter restricted, or which have never won four races, or claiming price $100,000. So the horses that have won more than four races, uh, unless they're really cheap races, have to get in, they have to put them in for the tag. And that's what they did with Johnny's Fireball. And he's coming off an allowance race at Keeneland, and I thought he was extremely impressive that day for Luis Saez. Uh, got up in the shadow of the wire uh, off by a horse thing voice that I thought was going to be the winner that day. But Johnny's fireball ran really well that day. So he's in the best form of his life. I mean, it's a logical step for him and the hundred thousand dollar claiming race. 
obviously if they get him claimed, they're not going to care that much if he wins the race. I don't think they've had him for four races and he's won two of them. So Johnny's fireball is my pick, but I'm going strong quality is the other horse that just because of that class fits here so well. And they're not putting a hundred thousand dollar tag on this one. The horse has only won three races lifetime, but finished fifth in the grade one Manhattan. He finished seventh in the Arlington million, which is grade one. And he gets out of the gate. Well, Florent rode him last time at Kentucky downs, got the lead and he faded at the end, but he was the favorite cap at stakes there. So I think strong quality is going to be a legitimate favorite here. He used English tavern for Michelle Lovell. Uh, coming off a couple of $80,000 optional claimers that uh, they they protected the horse, and, and he won the last one. So uh, 87, 86 buyer is capable of running 90, 92, 93. So that's going to be good enough to compete here. And then the horse that I, uh, the other horse that I liked in here was um, Big Blue Line for Paul McGee. And, again, this horse didn't run that well at Churchill last time out. But if you go back to the Kentucky Downs turf race, a 96 buyer at Kentucky Downs, and uh, that's, that was his first turf effort. He's been on dirt the whole time, and I, I guess they just felt like he might like the ground at Kentucky Downs. He went and ran really big there. Brought him back in a dirt race, and now they're going to try the turf again. So Paul McGee and Joe Talamo at 12-1 to 1 seems like a kind of a bargain here and a horse that's going to get overlooked in the betting, I think. Yeah, I'm on the same ones you are. I put strong quality on top. I just thought uh, this is the softest group that uh, he has seen in, in quite a while. Really nice-looking uh, allowance win at Keeneland in the spring, and they certainly had a high opinion on him, putting him in a couple of grade ones off that effort. I actually uh, bet him and picked him in the Arlington Million and uh, just hadn't been able to uh, get it done against the, the best, but uh, this is a considerably softer field than those two grade ones, and he's uh, worked well locally. So he's my pick, but uh, Johnny's Fireball I like a lot for the reasons you mentioned. Just really has been in peak form since moving over to Norm Cassie's barn. And then uh, Big Blue Line was the next one I had. So I'm going to go three deep on my pick four ticket. We talked about the Chaluki. The pick four concludes with two-year-old Philly Maidens going six furlongs. End up taking a Cherie DeVoe-Tyler-Gaffleone combo with the 11 Sonador uh, working essentially one time a week since the start of September. So it looks like this one has a really solid foundation. Uh, she, Cherie DeVoe, as uh, an outstanding trainer, doesn't have great numbers with first-time starters, but uh, it's not like she's never won with one. So uh, I'm going to take that horse on top. Copper Drop, I started to use on top. Uh, uh, chased a, a hot pace in uh, his her debut, but... Looking at the how the horses that were in that race have come back and run, I, I'm a little leery of the quality of the field uh, that she competed against, so didn't pick her on top for that reason. Velvet Kisses, a sharp work, and you get Keneally and Saez. Saez has been heating up lately. Um, the Seven, Pretty Song, just off a of 46-1 and one work I'm going to include. And then the one all out of, uh, I can't read my own writing, is that all out of Grace, I think? Um, yes. for Brett Calhoun, and he certainly could win first time out. So I'm going to go five deep in this maiden race. Don't really have a strong opinion. Where'd you land? Yeah, this is another one of my pet thieves. Uh, this race should have been at the start of the pick four or the pick five because uh, you've you got a number right. of first-time starters that you don't know how much they're going to get uh, on the board. So you're really kind of going into it blind. And the bad part about it is the two horses that have been pretty decent on their debuts were on the turf. Copper Drop and Cabernet coming out of the same race at Keeneland. Uh, Cabernet did have a dirt 
effort that was miserable at Churchill, um, but Copper Drops only raced one time. <clears throat> so do, do they transfer that form to the to the dirt? I have no idea. So I'm going to use them, but I'm also going to use uh, first-time starter Velvet Kisses for Eddie Kennedy. Uh Go back to that November 4th work at Keeneland, uh, 47-1, first of 39 on that day. So uh, he also had a bullet work on October 22nd at Keeneland, and then probably just a maintenance work at 48-3 and on November 11th. So Eddie seems to have this filly ready to, to fire at first asking, and Louis Saez takes them out. And then I'm also going to use John Service's filly that raced at Keeneland in a made $150,000 race and had to lead the top of the stretch and gave it up, got big four and a quarter. Adelike, uh, B.J. Hernandez takes them out, um, and B.J. runs really well at Churchill. So I'm going to go uh, four deep in here. I don't feel great about this race. Uh, I could, the horses, horses you mentioned, I can make a case for as well. But like I say, it's the end of the pick four and I wish it were at the beginning because you'd get a chance to look at the tote board. I ended up with a pick four ticket that cost sixty-seven dollars and fifty cents, four fifty cents, one six and nine with two four six, with one three nine, with one five six seven eleven. I'd like to be able to to narrow down somewhere in uh, one of the races, but I uh, just didn't feel entirely confident doing that. So sixty-seven dollar fifty cent ticket for me to play the ones that I like. How about you? I've got an $80 ticket going five deep in the first leg with one, two, four, six, nine, with two, four, six, seven, only using two horses in the stakes race, one and three, and then to end it up five, six, eight, nine in the maiden special weight. Best of luck wherever you're playing this weekend. Uh, nice card on Saturday at Churchill. And then next week, some really nice racing all around the country. So need to build that bankroll up this week to get you set for some opportunities next week. And we'll be back to take another look at the In the Money podcast for the Thanksgiving holiday weekend in our next edition of this show. For now, we'll just wish you good luck from KeelanSelect.com.